Expelliarmus. <laughs> not Avada. Not Avada. Not, not, not today. today. Just not one of those days. No, you know? we have a Crucio somewhere. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Medical Theory Podcast Time. Yeah, we need a we need like a Bo Burnham Inside album where it's like different um, motifs. Yeah, and genres. <laughs> <laughs> For Electronica. <laughs> it's magical. Mad, mad, mad. Like a slow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, <laughs> just screaming. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Knew that person who did it. At- oh my gosh, karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah. yeah, I I have one karaoke voice, and everyone on the internet has heard it. I just is, the way I sing is just the way I sing. I have no variety. <laughs> it's just how it is. <laughs> it's probably true for most people. I feel like for most people, yeah. That no, that's Don't probably really have, accurate. Like, flexible voices. No, only Not rare Ariana people. Ariana Grande doing Wheel of Singers or whatever. Oh my gosh, impressions. impressions. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Speaking of um, what we've been watching lately, we huh? usually just talk about what we've oh, been watching. Yes. We are two years too late. I mean, For is it? Westworld? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better late than never. It was hard though because we had not watched season one and two for a while so oh there were my like gosh. characters and stuff i was like i think i remember this person yeah so we just finished season three, season three. because we have access to hbo max mm. due to our internet service provider mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i was like wait who's that who's that and I did who's not that know. person <laughs> what is happening are you all a robots that's a hemsworth yes yes no i i do recall that um but yeah, so that's been that's been our TV show recently. I mean, season four is out now. <laughs> we are live on the internet. This is live on the welcome. internet. Welcome. 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 If you're uh, listening or watching this on the replay, we do yeah. this live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So far. I don't know. That time might change. Are we going to watch season four? Yeah, so season four... Uh, Actually, the third episode might be out now. I think it comes out on Sundays. We could do magical theory and then watch an so, episode yeah, of Westworld. The same tone, <laughs> so that makes sense. Oh my! It's goodness. an aggressive show. There's a lot that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, why are we here, though? We're here to talk. Nobody knows. We're here to talk. That's just full stop right here. Mm. I'm going to point out Hogwarts boy not playing anything until Hogwarts Legacy comes out. Let's get into <laughs> some Hogwarts Legacy lore okay. for today. Um, I forgot. So if you're in the chat and Jeff, do not let me forget to pull next. I'll do my best. <laughs> but yeah. Y'all yell at me. If we transition and I don't pull a new one, I forgot to pull one. So I had to do Jeff recorded me pulling one and I showed Winston, although he just wanted to eat it. But um, for today's episode, it's actually on the thumbnail and in the description, um, our password. So the clues that are sporadically given throughout <laughs> the week is uh, first clue, game. Mm-hmm. Second clue, cards. Mm-hmm. Third clue, matching. Uh, matching. Exploding mm-hmm. snap was is the password for today so we'll uh, be do you have the rules because you read me the rules um but yeah i have, look I have some stuff um could be in the game yeah could, could we'll be. see um so exploding snap talk for today is going to be broadly 
games and mini games or potential games and mini games within Hogwarts Legacy. So mm-hmm. obviously Hogwarts Legacy is a game, but um, we saw some. Would you yes. agree? Yes, we okay. did see some. So before we get into that, just in general, talking about games within a game. Actually, mm. game game within a game <laughs> is a phrase, and it's not it necessarily video games related. It's like soccer was the reference I saw. A game within a game, like some I don't know. Oh. I at colloquially as a phrase, like I'm not getting into that, but just the, the idea of having a game mm-hmm. nested within a game. Uh-huh. Um, it takes two is one of the examples that I wrote down. I put it in a particular category, so oh, I don't okay. know. I don't know if this is right in terms of categorization of this type of interaction within video games. Mm-hmm. But the two, the way I'm distinguishing it in my mind is that there is a difference between, um, you know, well-defined mini games and uh, a game within a game that is more authentic to the context of the world you're navigating in the game. So for example, okay. it takes two to me, even though it's kind of like, it seems like it should be fluid because it's just like some fantastical, like you have, if you aren't familiar, it takes two one game of the year last year. It is about a couple who are planning to get divorced um, and then some magic happens and they get like their souls get sucked into like these little toy dolls that their daughter made of them. So they are like navigating their house in these ridiculous scenarios where I don't know why the tools in their house are alive, but they're like trying to, mm-hmm. you know, do stuff <laughs> with working together, but they are toys. Um, so in the game, you have different like scenes, levels, whatever. But in between, there are these optional locations. And because it's co-op, like these are more, I think, the competitive kind of um, aspects of that game. Yeah. Where you play things like there was like a gopher one where you're trying like one of your characters is mm-hmm. the gopher and there the other is trying a to hit. board one. Yeah. So those to me, like they're self-contained. They're not necessarily like. You would well, call them I don't mini know. Games. It's kind of a blend, but like, yeah. So, mini games to me is something that takes you outside of the like. And what is what the regular what is the second is. type? Do you have an example? I don't have a na- well. I don't have a name for it, but like a um, a game that is part of the world. So, like in the Elder Scrolls Online, there's like a literal card game that is within the world where I it's like. See. It would be the difference between playing Exploding Snap in Hogwarts Legacy versus playing a like shuffleboard uh, mini game that is not something that people normally do in the context of the world. Yes, I understand. So there's, I, there's like a, a gradient a distinction. A gradient, I think, I think of because I could see Hogwarts Legacy having both types. Yeah. I think we know they have mini games. Yeah. From the state of play, there's it seems like some of it will be framed in terms of us getting like a quick training. Yeah. So the quote so there was the pulling one. With yeah, the, ball. the quote in the the Reverse voiceover said <laughs> that it was yeah, it's like a shuffleboard type setup with these giant spheres that you're like pulling uh, with Akio. I imagine is like uh, yeah. it seems like it's the charms professor in the in the scene. Yeah, it did so like I think it's co- sort of like oh, you're playing this game, but the purpose is to uh, on the quote it says to complete side assignments that are part of a special curriculum, ones designed to help you catch up to the other fifth years yeah so sometimes this is not uncommon i feel like to use or to create a mini game specifically to 
basically train or teach the player how to use a particular new thing. Mm -hmm. So even like Breath of the Wild, I wouldn't call the trials mini-games. I wanted to bring that up because I I do also agree that puzzles to me are different than mini-games. And even though it's still self-contained in a way that's like, oh, it's kind of separate but it's it's like someone placed it's more it there meaningful so like merlin puzzles right. i think are a separate category of game <laughs> it's more of like it's inherent to the actual gameplay perhaps loop or mechanics of what you're go- you're expected to do agreed. in the game agreed um yeah. There's some other examples I wrote down. I mean, I never played EverQuest, so maybe you can have more insight mm. into this because uh, I was looking at like a compilation. Okay. So apparently there is a game called Gems, which was a bejeweled knockoff um, to pass the time uh. while meditating, healing, looking for a group. So like that's not, that's like, I think even a different sort of thing. It's like, oh, something to do in the wait screen, you know? Um, yeah, there was a lot of downtime. But also, World of Warcraft, um, which I vaguely remember doing a little bit of this, although I might be getting confused with um, Elder Scrolls. Fair. Elder Scrolls Online also has like a little fair setup, sure. and so like within that, you have like tickets where you can you can like play the games at the fair. So that to me is more of like it's embedded in the environment that makes it more vibrant. Like um, I'm trying to think of yes, a game it's being that run by NPCs. Oops, sorry, it's being run by NPCs like in their town. Yes, yeah, because yeah. there are other games. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know that there are games I've played where there's like an arcade. Oh, actually, Stardew Valley has this. In the pub, there are these arcade consoles. And for not all of them, but for a couple of them, you can go into it and play. I think Animal Crossing had like the little pinball. I don't think it was actually functional. It just made like little uh, motions. But that... I mean, I could see that for, you know, maybe Wizard's Chest. Maybe maybe you can sit down at a Mm -hmm. board in Hogwarts Legacy and like play somebody in Hogs, you know, the Hogshead or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or in the common room. So I was trying to think also like specifically Harry Potter. Um, So yeah, Blue Green is talking about dueling club. Um, So Hogwarts Mystery, and I always put like a little caveat with Hogwarts Mystery. Mm. It's a different kind of game. It's not, it's less interactive. It's more to me like a visual novel (laughs) because you have like, it's a very linear path and you have certain things. Although, Um, so Hogwarts Mystery has a couple of things. One, they have gobstones, um, which you don't actually play gobstones. It's kind of very simplified. It's like an auto sort of thing where you just like select, you're basically having a conversation with the NPC and, um, and it like walks you through it. You're not like actually tossing the gobstones or playing mechanically how that game would be played. So there's a question about like the fidelity of like how close to the actual game in the wizarding world, if they put those sorts of things in, would it be? Snap. Yeah, mm-hmm. similar with Exploding Snap. Um, Dueling Club, is that a mini game? I don't know. I, I think, think it, it depends could be, on. It, it could be run like that. It yeah. might be something different. It depends on how they set it up. And how it? How do you trigger it? Does it contrast with what you already do, or is it there's embedded two in it? Scenes from the state of play that there's one that's like very obviously dueling. Yeah, where you're up against the Slytherin boy. That looks like in class. Seb, Sebastian. Sebastian. Seb. Yeah. 
where there's a cut scene. I mean, so that feels like it's like well, there are yes. two. Yeah, then yeah. there's the other one where it mm-hmm. seems like it's a two on two in Hogwarts, and you're like, you're like, it's more real time casting. It's not a cut scene. Yeah, and so there's I one cutscene. I think cut it's scene. a dueling club thing. The other, it looks like class to me, unless she runs the dueling club as well, because I don't know who runs the no, dueling no. club. No, no, are you thinking, but what I'm describing the it's, second time is different. It's there. the thing falling from the ceiling. Or the, the second time no, is- No, 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 I don't mean that. No, I know. I mean, there's a totally different scene mm-hmm. where it's two on two. It's there one seems on to one. be four students. Oh. I well, thought it was just look one it up on, later. I thought it was just one on one, and you're like levitating and just going bam, no, that's bam, not and what that's I'm flipping. About. So in I, the air. I'm thinking about a different scene completely. <laughs> oh, okay, they're in a different location, but I think it's still Hogwarts, and it feels like it's students dueling each other, not actually fighting. Mm. Uh, we we well, look at it later. So dueling club in Hog- uh, Hogwarts Mystery, the mobile game, is just rock paper scissors basically. So you have like three spells and you just kind of so that's like not it kind so depending on how they do it it does because mini games to me don't feel they're like less authentic to the what i said before like the the natural gameplay that you're experiencing as a player but if it's if it's like i don't know reduced or in a way that's like oh it's just a thing to do um I mean, I could see it, like a tournament could, and things. Yeah, yeah, you could. They could. Yeah. We'll see. Like arenas. Possibly. Hmm. Uh, wizard chess. Mm-hmm. So in not the state of play, but the original announcement trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's just like a couple of minutes. It was like a year ago or in 2020 they released it. And um, in there's a scene in there. Actually, it's funny because I rewatched it, and now it's obvious to me what is uh, gameplay and what is cinematic. So the original announcement trailer for Hogwarts Legacy is mostly cinematic, um, if not all cinematic. So there's a scene though. It's kind. It's panning. I think it's the Ravenclaw common room because we've seen the common rooms, um, and this one to me looks more Ravenclaw. There's a group of students sitting at a table and they're not there's a wizard chess set on the table. They're not playing it, but they're like casting spells and talking to each other. Yep. So I don't know if things are just going to be decorative yeah. like references right. or if they're going to because you're going to have you would have to not only make the game of like what the game is supposed to be. And that's probably why there are so few um, like. When they do, when there are games within a game, it's not everything that's interactable. Like, let's say you go into an arcade, or like the fair is a contained space where it's like you have to design all of those mini games or like interactions that have the game. Yep. So, unless they're going to like have someone code chess, you know? <laughs> yep. I don't know. Uh, that That's something. But Exploding Snap is, I'm less familiar with that like I, I know references to it it was a foundable in wizards unite it comes up a couple times throughout the book series but it's it not like something that i'm like yeah I, it's not kind of a filler type thing of like oh yeah this is interesting game well even coming up with clues i was like uh i had to look up like what is exploding snap that's it where took us a minute to come up with matching that's where yeah. matching came from because yeah. we weren't sure um so there are three variants apparently of exploding snap one is the classical game. This is all on the wiki. And actually, so I should say that the reference for what I'm about to say is from the Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix video game. So it's I'm referencing another game that has 
put this into the or so, had some sort of references. I don't know. Yes, we'll see. Um, but apparently there's a classical game uh, where so basically the rule is that or the 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 point of the game is you have some cards, they're shuffled, you're trying to match and um, you you hit the the pictures that are matching with the top of your wand to get a point and the games or the the cards because they're they're shuffling cards they shuffle themselves they explode so yeah there's a version of exploding snap in hogwarts mystery um so yeah again the thing with hogwarts mystery that it has potential because there's nothing else that you actually do in the game except tap um but it's it's part of like a an interact it's like uh kind of like a scenery sort of thing like I don't know. We'll see if... Uh, Is it a way to get energy or whatever? Uh, no, you have like a... I think it's like a scene, right? Mm. I don't know. Oh, wait. Maybe you're talking about something different, Cindy. It's basically the old concentration match game with a 30-second time limit. Yeah, things explode. I'm terrible at concentration. Things explode. Game. Concentration, yeah. Hmm. Um, I will do it in Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> oh, they've added it as a skill contest, apparently. Oh, Hogwarts you. mystery. Good job. <laughs> I, well, then, I, I should revisit it. feels like it makes it more likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the second one is called the Patience Game. Um, so you have 20 cards that were revealed in pairs. You had to find two identical pictures. Cards exploded soon after you revealed them. Like, I, first of all, I'm sorry. I don't understand how this stuff works. So it's it's interesting do- that it's called the Patience Game because the way it was described made me feel like it's a speed game. <laughs> It's like you got to flip two, then turn them over, flip two. I don't know. And find before they explode. I'm not sure. I, my question in general, I know the answer is magic, but like you have games that basically destruct, like you have (laughs) wizard chess, things break, you have exploding cards, like what? Okay. Anyway, I'm just going to, yes, I am. I'm a magical person. (laughs) It makes sense to me. Uh, the third variant is uh, Bavarian Rules, Snap, and you were dealt, cards were dealt in a circle. Identical cards to the ones already dealt were placed in the center. The identical cards had to be tapped in a limited time frame or else all of the cards would explode. I'm not quite sure how that like works out in terms of turns or like, mm. is it a free-for-all, whatever. I don't know. But that's in general exploding Interesting. Snap. I don't know I how. I see it. The first one is. Yeah, I don't know how. Even if there are many games or like these little games within a game, it's not like we're going to spend a lot of time with it. It Sometimes it depends on how in-depth it is, you know, because then it can evolve its own. Yeah, I was thinking a little bit about, okay, group that likes it. Game game term um, alert that I I am vaguely familiar with game terms about making games, but emergent storytelling or emergent gameplay stuff mm. that like isn't necessarily intended but then like you said sure, there's sure. like a little uh g- core group of people that are like oh yeah we want to focus on this and like yeah have that be we never actually did thing. this but i had an idea years ago for my guild to do a relay race ac- across azeroth okay in wow because you know how zones are fairly well defined in those in that game uh-huh so it'd be like you'd start you'd like say what the mounts are. So it's not yeah. just like people with the best and fastest stuff, but you actually have to like avoid essentially getting aggro and like getting yeah, yeah. knocked down. Yeah. And that's just a relay race to get across. Yeah. And like each 
you have two teams and then like one player from each team in each zone. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because so I was looking at Wizarding World games and in the process of that, because, you know, this is a whole living world. So like there are things that are, you know, uh, the question was like, what do wizards do for entertainment, I guess, Um, you know, because you have magic, you can operate, you can do all sorts of stuff. And so there's like card based games, there's like chess, uh, but then there's other stuff that's like broomstick racing and it's like of course you would have broomstick racing like to what extent that would be like an option in hogwarts legacy i don't know um but i would expect mini thinking games. about yeah yeah, yeah. mini games in that sense of racers. like but kind of maybe like races against the clock yeah just like a fun thing in the wizarding world like breath of the wild uh we had the gliding thing yes the distance where like how far can you glide so breath of the wild provides a nice example of mm. what you're talking about i mm-hmm. feel like the, the options the depth yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh there you go Cindy okay the, we have a timestamp for the uh two uh two v2 duel 1004 in the state of play oh the second one is the dueling club space sounds like okay interesting uh sweet we also haven't talked about so like there's also so I'm thinking about like the Department of Games and Sports. Mm. So like sports is a different category because I was like, are there other sports in the Wizarding World? It's just Quidditch. Quidditch is obviously the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I found something. Um, I don't know how this is pronounced. I know that there is an audiobook version of Quidditch through the ages, which is where this. Uh, fact comes mm. from so however the voice actor for that uh, audiobook pronounces it just reference that but in like text form it's my note says Krefkeon I'll put this mm. in the description later an old broomstick based sport where competitors battle to catch falling boulders into cauldrons that were attached to their heads <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just have that visual. You have okay. a cauldron attached to your head, and you're trying to catch. <laughs> I'm picturing very large boulders. No, maybe okay, falling rock, probably small. a smaller. <laughs> yeah, something that can fit inside a cauldron. Um, apparently, it was very popular in the Wizarding World in the Middle Ages, <laughs> though of course it's obviously highly dangerous. Yeah. Um. It was eventually made illegal by the Ministry of Magic in 1762, so pre-Hogwarts Legacy, however. There's an underground league. Apparently, despite its ban, uh, it was still played illegally. I mean, I don't know, of course. like You're going to have someone who's like, oh, we should play this old game from the Middle Ages and, you know, puff our chest and all that. (laughs) That's hilarious. I'll watch. Uh, yeah, so you probably won't see that. But then there's other stuff that I'm like, when I'm thinking about a game, and again, I, I'm just throwing everything out there. We have limited information about like this sort of stuff other than the images we saw in the state of play. But mm-hmm. something like, n- not necessarily a game, but sort of <laughs> like a thing to do. Like, can I collect chocolate frog cards? Can I go buy this like chocolate frogs question. at a cart I and then so. try to collect I think and so. have an element? I think of we'll collection? have a collections. Mm. I think we know we have collections. We were speculating first it was maybe going to be like saving beasts. Yeah, yeah. But I could see it being like collecting magical cards. Oh, 
Speaking of Beast, there's a scene in State of Play with it's. it looks like a cut scene because it's just a pan or maybe just like a, you know how it has like scenes when you enter an area for the first time and yeah. it's like that. That's what yeah. it looks like to me Um, with a baby grab horn. It's a mom grab horn, yes. a baby, and it's Where, pushing the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you play like in Jurassic World Alive? You like uh, play with your little you dinosaurs and like you help them like grow and get stronger. Like, mm. what if you can play with a baby graphorn? Like Aragog. <laughs> I don't know. Just is that is that a game? <laughs> what about something like denoming? Could that? Be? I'm like As going a mini deep. Game, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are some things we could do? I could see fighting boggarts. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Just a room full of boggarts. Hundreds of them. Go through the maze. Oh, mm. a maze. From the Triwizard from Tournament. The tri- do the Triwizard Tournament. That, that was specific. I believe that's specific to just that Triwizard Tournament. Yeah. I think it's always a maze. Yeah. 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 I just, Maybe it is. I was but... laughing because it's in the chapter that mm-hmm. we're about Yeah, to. no, I know. Yeah. Well, that, good segue. But there's a, yeah, there's a lot for... Um, there's a lot of questions about games and mini games just because we don't have information. And then, of course, when I'm like, oh, let me see what did witches and wizards actually do for fun? Mm-hmm. Let's build that in. Let me request the world. <laughs> can select next week. <laughs> All right. I remembered. I remembered. I remembered. You know, I was thinking it's nice that we get to come up with the clues together. Yeah. But I wonder if we want one of us on the uh in the role of guessing oh. at the beginning of the next episode. Just tossing one guess out there based on the clues. Okay. It's up to you. You already looked. I already looked. Yeah. Would you like me to look and contribute to Do you want Jeff clues? to look at the... <laughs> I like how you helped me come okay. up with clues. Then let's see it. Okay. Oops. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That'll be a good one. Join us on Discord, and at some point, I'll post the good clues. Good prep this week. That was excellent. <laughs> Thinking about games. I mean, very realistic, I think, for an RPG. Yeah, it's enjoyable Like in terms of the immersiveness. Depth. You're like, yeah. oh, I can interact with this, and it's a game. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into- Wands ready? Yeah. We don't- <laughs> ready. Our wands were stolen. Don't worry. <laughs> we have a baby yeah. wand. It's on the desk. No. <laughs> Turn to page 605, the third task. Today's lesson is called Riddles in the Dark, which is a Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, but, but okay. also it's hilarious because Tom Riddle. The chapter begins with Harry recounting his experiences in Dumbledore's office with Hermione and Ron. They lose a night of training, but resume with the impediment curse and the shield charm in preparation for the third task. Rita Skeeter writes another piece of nonsense about Harry, and Hermione has a potential breakthrough about how Rita gets her information. Later, Mrs. Weasley and Bill come to Hogwarts to support Harry. Fudge will take Barty Crouch's place as a judge, and Ludo Bagman announces the third task. The champions enter the maze. Harry encounters spiders, scroots, sphinxes, a strange mist, and worst of all, a deranged crumb. Didn't start with an S. I know. Just kidding. Harry and Cedric help each other throughout and agree to take the cup at the same time to cause a tie. Hmm. And then something goes terribly wrong, but we don't know what (laughs) yet. Okay, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? It looked like you wanted to start. I did want to start. Yeah, go. (laughs) I wanted to start with the Sphinx. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because. Oh, I didn't look up anything about Sphinxes. No problem. This is going to be limited. First of all, 
definitely a creature I expect to see in Hogwarts Legacy in some place. Mm-hmm. Side quest just out there. Who knows? In Merlin's puzzles. Right. It could be. Second, I, it's it's amazing how different this maze third task is from the movie. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Because the movie, they basically get away with being like, this is all psychological. Well, yeah. Dumbledore's like, you, oh, like it's a maze, like, yeah. but you'll lose yourself. Yes. But this is totally different. There doesn't appear to be... There are psychological elements, no doubt about it, like Harry with the the mist and the gravity mm-hmm. change. But well, they m- have for the most part, it's actually much more of a them. mix. Like, you have the giant sc- uh, blast-ended screw. The spider. Like, I'm also... Because the thing I was thinking about is like, okay, clearly Hagrid like was part of building the, or contributing the magical creatures like no one else would right no one else well, has the ability to do that for right? the sphinx would be an interesting i i don't know if yeah this, like, no hop, I, mm-hmm. it might be friends with dumbledore possibly you know, and, like, i could dumbledore see that asset or i don't know but the thing that i'm i was wondering about Lives with hagrid forest, is maybe? that like you would i guess trust that these champions wouldn't harm the beast right like i I, that was what I kept thinking about with the um, the impediment charm because in yeah. the text it said specifically like oh it would get its feeling back in like a it, few minutes yeah, and I fruit. was just like okay well I guess you can do worse things to it like I I don't just know blast it but I guess they put them in a den with dragons like I don't, or a dragon with its eggs I but who are these got people full on dragon action yeah who are these people yeah. It's a good question what exactly the rules are. Yeah. I Look, first of all, even if Crumb is bewitched, uh-huh. the fact that one player can crucio another player without nobody... it breaking rules yeah. is in and of itself quite troubling. Yeah, they're not monitoring them. No monitoring, which also are brings you... me to this point. It would be so boring. <laughs> I know. Okay, I so it's like going to a sport a yeah. sporting event, but you can't watch it. You okay. can just look at the field. <laughs> I have to highly recommend this YouTube channel called uh oh shoot, what is it called? Uh what are you talking it's about? It's the one that Zier always posts videos for and I can't remember. It's the guy and he's like doing the oh movies movie pitches or screen pitches mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. some sort of pitch channel mm-hmm. where um so there's a series on the Harry Potter movies, and I just watched the Goblet of Fire one. And it was, uh, he. so he does this bit where he's the same person, but it's the person that's making the pitch to the executive. Uh-huh. And he's like saying the plot of the movie. And so he's like, oh, yeah. So then they do these like tasks or whatever. And he goes through and he's like, yeah. And then they're like, go to the, the lake or whatever. And he was saying like how it's an hour. Oh, yeah, and then he's the, like, yes. oh, he just, it's they the just stared at one. the lake for an the hour, dragon one. you know? Excellent. They just stared at some shrubs for... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Oh, it would be so boring. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I highly recommend that Of course, the other alternative is that they can watch and they just... It's just not against the rules. Yeah, I I don't understand any of this. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they're just sitting there gossiping, just, you know, making fun of each other. I don't know what they do. Like... (laughs) 
Yeah, they just the band just plays it endlessly, but there's no action in front of you. Just well, there you go. Screen rant. This is the channel. Screen rant is the YouTube channel if you want to go check it out. But yeah, no, I don't know what there are no rules. I guess is just yes, it doesn't seem like it, and that's really aggressive. Yeah. It's very much a no holds bar, like there are no rules, mm-hmm. which seems to me like summon your broom again, fly over top, boom, game over. <laughs> Hacks. <laughs> boom. No, instead End it's like game. we will we will play this maze game, yeah. and I'm yeah, I I don't know, I'm not sure. Also, uh, foodie, fake Moody, isn't present in any of this in the movie. He's just like giving harry a signal to go in a particular direction that sort of thing and dumbledore is like hmm something's something's not right here yeah (laughs) but yeah it's (laughs) i i I like it as a reader Mm -hmm. but there is that layer of like you take one step back and it's like "Mm, (laughs) if you think about it too long then everything (laughs) falls apart this is me that's okay i think me every week understanding magic play games so it's like, oh, there are these ways to sort of like simplify things. Like just keep blasting holes in the hedge. He does it once. Just <laughs> he does. totally crush it. You know it's Northwest. Boom, one after the other. Sprint, full sprint, end of game. And then Cedric lives. <laughs> well, okay. Speaking of um, kids obeying adults, I guess. I don't know. I So the very first thing, I'm going to jump back to the beginning. We can come back to the Sphinx if you want. But No, I'm good. The beginning, um, Harry doesn't tell Ron and Hermione about Neville's parents. Like, there's this no. whole thing yes. in his head where he's thinking about it. And I was, the thing, this was my first reaction. I was like, huh, I wouldn't have done that. I would have told Ron and, Harry, or, mm. sorry, uh, Ron and Hermione immediately. Mm. If I was thinking about myself as a 14-year-old my relationship yeah. to adults and authority Privacy. was like, well, it's not just that. It's just like I would trust my friends to guard a secret, even if I'm supposed to keep a secret. I would at that age, I would be like, no, I'm going to tell them because I need like someone to also know alongside me. Like, yeah, Dumbledore says that it might be different because Neville's also a student. And so like you're you're trying to protect something for another friend, even though HIPAA. You know, (laughs) even though Neville is not necessarily Harry's best friend, like Ron and Hermione are his best friends. uh, But I was just reflecting on that being like, yeah, why would I listen to Dumbledore? Because it's not like I guess Harry went along with it, but it was Dumbledore telling him like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Did did Dumbledore say? I'm pretty sure he said like he was he was basically like Neville should say or should share on his mm. own terms was basically his message. I don't I guess I don't remember the exact way he phrased it. But to me, like my rem- memory of the previous chapter was that Dumbledore was basically suggesting this. Let's back at that. Yeah. My, I know my we just read it last week, but Dumbledore was kind of surprised or like probed it as like, has Neville never told you? No, that was before. Yeah. And then and it then is the end of the conversation. You think at the end he says something mm-hmm. about it? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Okay. I think he does. I mean, Harry's so nice anyway, that, but I was just like, I wouldn't do that. I would just tell him and Hermione immediately. Because it's not like 
I mean, Ron, I hmm. feel like is a wild card in my brain, but maybe Harry, Harry's relationship with Ron is different somewhat. I, I would definitely tell Hermione over Ron in general, just because I feel like Hermione's more sensitive. She outwardly displays sensitivity to other people hmm. more so than Ron does, but. That's, yeah, that's just a little minor thought that I had. Mm -hmm. I'm not Harry Potter. That's what I have concluded. <laughs> we would make one. different choices. Um, Ron is, he he's a, I wrote his quote of like, good training for when we're all oars. And I was just like, Ron. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, little Ronald. Classic. Yeah, the scene with Mrs. Weasley being cold to Her Hermione oh is really gosh. funny. Right after she tells Amos, like, why are you believing Rita Skeeter? And this then Harry's whole like, thing, why yeah. are you believing Rita Skeeter? And that, she's like, oops. <laughs> that is my favorite. Like, it's a brief scene. Uh, I mean, it's like part of a bigger scene, but it's like a brief like mm -hmm. interaction. It's not like fully. It's not drawn out or anything. It's just a thing. Well, that's oh, God, it's really it. fascinatingly accurate on the psychology of yeah fake news. Yeah, where like you you sometimes even when we have psychological, let's say our guards up. Yeah, there are still different ways we we are more resilient against some things than others i think well that, that mm -hmm. we have confirmation bias or whatever type of bias sort of allows for mrs weasley to be like she knows this about yeah. rita but then like either because it's in witch weekly or because it affects her personally or because yeah. whatever the reason might be in this case like it confirms for her that like hermione that people prefer harry over her own son blah 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 yeah, well, part of it's very – there are lots of layers in this because it is – there is unconscious bias that we all have that – the the reason why, um, you know, that type of media is so tricky to deal with and so harmful is because it basically preys on the things that are already sort of uh, unfair – you know, perceptions or experiences or prejudices, even if it's not like overt, mm -hmm. like it kind of manipulates it. I like, think it's very... also very scattershot. Yeah. So it's not well tailored. It's not a well tailored machine. It's a mm -hmm. it's a data. It's an algorithm, even if it's at the human level, not too different from like targeted ads of being like, try a lot of things. And then like, if this, then this, if this, then this, if yeah. this, then this. But also like, just send it to everyone and then maybe some people are resilient against it but some people aren't and then you send a different one and some other people who were resilient aren't resilient to this one and vice versa yeah it's very complicated because it's also like because we know humans have difficulty making sense of contradictory um explanations and so you have to like just go like it's hard to explain um, with complete logic, I think, of like why believe this over this or like even though it's so my what I'm getting at is that Hermione Rita writes about Hermione. Rita also writes about Harry. And so knowing that Rita writes untrue things about Harry and other things like in, in general, like uh, Amos and like all that mm -hmm. and 
like having the Hermione thing, just as you're pointing out with like, is it because it's in a different like outlet? Is it because Hermione is a girl? Like, are there broader dynamics that are also part of it? Is it because she's not as close as Hermione? Like you're saying, you know, there's a lot of things that are. How accurate. When I was a kid and I read this, Uh I was always, always knocked out of caring about Rita Skeeter by the the first thing when she writes that Harry is 12. (laughs) And because in my mind, in my bubble of life at that point, I'm like, how but can she you totally it? undercut herself yeah. because this is such an egregious error. Yeah. Everyone knows how old Harry Potter is. Uh-huh. So no one's going to take her seriously. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> People can be so egregiously, factually wrong. Yeah. But surround it with opinions well, that also, people want to hear. Yeah. And people won't care about the facts, even the fact mistakes, even mm-hmm. going so far as to start believing those facts. Yeah, what are the different, like, things, like, pathos, ethos, like, those Mm -hmm. different appealing to different, you Mm -hmm. know, because even reading through. The rhetoric, yeah. Reading through what the little um, excerpt in there about Harry and saying, like, oh, he's his his brain was damaged or whatever it was that she she says, like, a lot of things with the uh, it's a similar structure as the previous one we saw with the quote, like the quote from Draco being like, oh, yeah, we had this like uh, he's a parcel mouth and like all this stuff. And, you know, you're you're stringing together this like very ridiculous, like inflammatory narrative that like anyone who knows Harry or knows anything about anything, but it's it's interesting because we see a little bit it was it at the Quidditch World Cup with Seamus's family? There was something or maybe I'm thinking about uh what's his face? Ernie McMillan. Never mind. Ernie McMillan when he he was also on board with like Harry being like the heir of Slytherin and like so there's yeah. there's these like we see it's very realistic it's kind of bizarre to me well, I don't understand. You could also do a lot of prejudice in this. She does a lot of prejudiced guilt by association. So it's mm-hmm. like being a parcel mouth go find somebody to like talk about how parcel mouth is evil. Oh yeah, and then the friends with giants, friends the with the anonymous rogues person also like chamber of secrets you can just have someone say anything and not be you know referenced or cited you know yeah 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 it's aggressive it is super aggressive but it was it's prescient i mean this was 20 years ago and it's uh, (laughs) extremely accurate it was no like just see oh gosh how do you even like like in a fictional world how do you even make something that's like oh yeah i can see this like this these are all the discursive moves that are made over and over and over and i don't know i i would i would be interested in jk rowling at that time did she think she was exaggerating Mm. or did she think it was actually like this is pretty real this is like actually stuff that people write and read and believe yeah uh just a little side note um 20 years later so there are some readings that I have in one of the courses that I teach that's for like general, it's across subject areas, future teachers. And uh, the article, some of the the first weeks we read stuff that's like published in 2000. Mm-hmm. And over and over I get comments that are like, 
what? Like, how is it that like the things that this author who's talking about education broadly and like dynamics societally and all that, like, how is it that you have this what's seemingly a relic from the past of like decades ago that still like has some sort of substantive meaning in the future, you know, 20 years later. But I think when you're talking about things that are core conflicts to human existence of like how we communicate with each other, how we like attempt to address issues or problems or are we making the world better? Are we capitalizing off of whatever for our own gain? These lessons or these like nuggets of um, it, it doesn't it kind of transcends time like it looks different, but there are similarities in certain things. And perhaps we are still too close to like, oh, 20 years. Maybe it isn't that long, even though, yeah, right. you know, so it's it's hard. Time is weird, you know? <laughs> That's a great weird. conclusion. Yeah. Time is a soup. <laughs> Time is a soup. Oh gosh, we have another reference to the Goblin Rebellions. I would love to yeah. see like the the lesson. <laughs> made up names. Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. So funny. Going back, uh, it's just... so funny that he says that to his mom too. I know. I love that like... so much. Oh, don't worry. They're all like things like Bulgrod the Bad or whatever oh, he God. says, or Bro the God. Ugly. <laughs> yeah, Broga. <laughs> Um, it, it, yeah, yeah, that is so funny. Oh, going back to mini games real quick. So, uh, because we briefly talked about like, oh, in could class, be exam taking. Well, because I'm, I'm, I could see. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Trivia. If uh, the shuffleboard Akio thing really makes sense to me in a charms classroom setting, but I'll go with it. Akio, fine. I'm imagining. What do you do in history of magic? There, surely there aren't any mini games. You just sit there. Like that's the game. Is like yeah, it's basically how like long can you the sit there? Tournament, am I right? <laughs> Watch paint dry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that. Oh, wizard's chess, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, it's also funny to me. Harry doesn't have to take any exams. And Ron's like, oh, what are you going to do, read? And I was like, what are you talking? Oh, yeah. Harry is exempt from all examinations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Potions, stir it. Find the, the Wizards Unite like hand motion for the, <laughs> the History of Magic race. is where we play Exploding Snake. It is. <laughs> oh, OK. So maybe we play all the asleep. games. Yeah. Do go sleep? I guess they do. No, he just he just doesn't even notice that we he's exist. Just like, yeah, he's he just bores like, himself. Look, all you have to do. I know that you know academic freedom and whatever. You shouldn't take my. This is relevant to our current work of being like, don't take my online materials and use them. Like when I, if I pass away, you know, like don't use my materials. Find find a new but teacher. Find a new teacher. <laughs> but honestly, they can just record bins. Somehow record him, make him like a talking textbook, an audio book for like in the wizarding world and just play it because he's just going to recite the same things regardless of whether you're, or not you're in the classroom as a student. You don't need to yes. have a live ghost. Yes, yes. You, you're t essentially before he died, his lesson on the Goblin Rebellion would be the same as 100 years after. So might as well have just recorded the one. <laughs> Put pop it in a pensive, throw the Look, pensive up on a screen. Enjoy ghost retirement. Is that a thing? Play no. it at two X. <laughs> so you can yeah, YouTube. get through the <laughs> curriculum faster. And that'll oh be that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Lots of stuff. <laughs> the only other thing on my mind from this chapter is the Fleur riddle. And Bill. What? Oh. The riddle from the sphinx. Oh, the riddle. No, well, 
We, we, I finally figured out the middle part. <laughs> oh, the end of end, the, the middle of middle. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I was like, what? Okay, yeah, no, Floor and Bill. It's much, that riddle is much easier written out if you're hearing it, which Harry is. Yeah, he has to, yeah. Like I would have taken my wand and written it into the air. You should just so you listen to the it. audiobook segment to be like, okay, wait, say it again? Because that particular one, middle of middle, end of end, when I see it written, I'm like, okay, I, I got it. Well, it took me it took me until Harry's like, "Oh, spider." And I was like, "D. What the <laughs> heck is D for like, okay, so the actual I took a picture and put it in my notes. <laughs> Tell me what's always the last thing to mend." So I'm like, "Yeah. Time, yes. trust. Trust was my first guess. <laughs> Time." But then it keeps going and I'm like, "What? The middle of middle and the end of The, the middle end. of middle end of end. I I would get it. My my that sits that fits well for my riddle. I'm breaking. still thinking the, the of time end, and trust. <laughs> the last thing to mend, yes, I'd be all over the place. So if it was yeah. just that clue, I'd be like, that is like, what does that mean? <laughs> broken heart? I don't know. Yeah. Spy yeah. Five broken heart. No, I thought it was poetic. No, it's literal. It's the it's literal, literal letter D. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what is the only word that becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Short. When you add shorter. Oh, become shorter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, the answer is shorter, but I was like, I my brain fritz uh, out where I was like, no, shorter doesn't make short. short. Yes. Short. So you were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that that's that it's that type like where it's riddle. like a word play yeah. type. Yeah. Yeah. I usually don't like riddles, but I I will allow what it. What becomes wetter as it dries? <laughs> towel. A towel. Those are the only ones I know. Or I, actually, I was thinking about the scene when Dwight keeps asking all the riddles to oh, Ryan yeah, in the yeah. office, but he only gets like one line into it. I can't, I can't uh, operate on this boy. He's my son. I don't know. The doctor is the boy's mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're at the North Pole. It's a oh polar bear. Gosh. You're at the North Pole. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> classic The Office. Always good to. Okay, so then I, well, let's go out then yes. on yeah. <laughs> let's go out then on the the Fleur and Bill. That particular one line has uh -huh. stuck with me so strongly. I'm not sure why, but well, even if I if we were just around and mm -hmm. like the it, like hey, think of something from Harry Potter that would be high up on the possibility really? of spontaneous things. I, it's always been in my. There's something about it that I just really like it. It's like a throwaway thing. I think it's because there's this sense of completion. Mm. Years later, they're married. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it's just that little spark, this little comma. Okay. And then, yeah. I was in the moment, I think I was still hung up on Molly uh, mm. being mean to Hermione and being like. I did not remember that Hermione was. Harry. Uh, that Molly was mean to her mind. Oh, no. This so was because it was the second too, time. Yeah. My brain is. No, I was like, finally, someone's telling. Because it's not just. Look, we've already talked about parent child relationships several times on this many, podcast. Many, many, many times. <laughs> but um, it's not just like. It's all the kids, but in different ways. So, like, we have, uh, you know, Fred and George in this book in particular mm. get a hard time from Molly. Percy. And Percy. And then we also have Bill because there was a mention of the long mm -hmm. hair and then the earring and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so the fact that it comes back around and the, the also the fact not I'm not look, 
Molly Chek- Weasley yes, is amazing. Long hair. I love the we Weasley family. I think they deserve everything happy in their lives. But um, at the same time, I'm like, Molly, lighten up. Not like, without I just need you to like let go. And and I think it's rooted in the sort of tension that happens of like. Well, it's a classic lack of control. You don't have control over the things that really matter to you. So you project your desire for control onto things that you can, like the length of somebody's hair and whether there's an earring. Yeah. And they like Fleur, right? Later on. Well, for like... Well, Hermione after right? <laughs> in after um but no, I'm saying not, at, at this point they they like well I guess they don't know um, her never mind just n- Harry no they have an icy relationship for several bo- books oh, okay never mind it's not I until take it after Bill gets attacked by oh Fenrir yeah and uh, Fleur is still like this is my husband get out of the way that Molly is like okay which is dark but no yeah i can i can i kind of remember like yeah before the wedding and all cuz there's a yeah, fame okay. there's that great line i feel like where she's like i'm beautiful enough for the both of us she says that to molly <laughs> cuz molly's kind of like oh i thought like after he got attacked like maybe you would oh oh yeah 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 no okay i thought like, you why, why should i care what he looks like i thought you were saying that Fleur was saying between her and molly oh. It's like be oh, mean. No, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they definitely have familial baggage, but also a lot of a lot of goodness, good-heartedness. Yeah. Well, I think that I mean That's which is makes Percy really a tragic and interesting character. Yeah. And it's a Yeah. And that I mean it's such a dagger in book 7 that it's like right when he comes back and Fred says that line, and then Stop. Fred dies. No, and I it's know. It's like, oh, it's such a dagger. Yeah, I like, got super oh. like uh, emotional reading this time when uh, the we- like Harry's like, oh, who's gonna come like root for? Even though like I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know oh, yeah, that yeah. it's the Weasleys, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And what, that's is it the like- Dursleys? <laughs> <laughs> cheer for him to get. Eaten. Oh gosh, I love the Weasleys, and that's why also like Fred dying is just oh. It makes me so sad. Yeah. Yes. Having it be one of the twins is literally the sharpest dagger that J.K. Rowling could drive into the fa- for me. Darn like it. Not to ha- Ron would be whatever, you know, it'd be like, that's more <laughs> yeah, obvious. Yeah, it's like he's. If it was Percy, he'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, no one really resolved. listened to him. If it was mm-hmm. both the twins, it wouldn't be as intense. Yeah. It's just one of them. And it's like, then you, you have that thought process of like, oh, now George is, has to live up like knowing this has happened and he and they're obviously like super close yeah and Ginny would have been more, you know more complicated i feel like yeah this is the one where it's like oh my god how what does that do to the family right mm-hmm. it's like really really mm-hmm. sad yeah i feel like ron for me the family maybe would have processed it differently because once they know that ron has left with harry they they kind of know like he is taking huge risks. Like he is, mm-hmm. he is really sought after in a way that the twins aren't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So anyway, why do we always end on bad notes? <laughs> you know, we're just like, I'm like, no, let's talk about Fred. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, well, especially like re-rating after knowing the full story, like it makes certain things like hit hard. Like you have obviously yeah. a different context. Yes. And so this when is you why know I'm the like, future, it recolors everything. Where yeah. It's like, oh, you know, these nice moments of fun, like you should really treasure them. Mm -hmm. And the sort of the falling out in book five becomes even more painful because it's like, oh, man, Percy, like, you know, you lost a year. I'm yeah. sure that he deals with PTSD from such an event, right? Because it's like, uh, what what could have been different if I was there the whole time? Et cetera, oh, yeah. Et cetera. But anyway. Yeah. Onward. Onward. We're too. really we closing are, in yeah. on this book. I mean, this chapter was really, like 30 really pages. So it was a very long We chapter. jumped forward yes. in page count. <laughs> it was a very, very long chapter. Yeah. Because a lot of prep. And it's like 10 yeah, to 12 no. pages of like uh -huh. pre, mm -hmm. maybe even more. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Until Very nice. Until next time. One's ready. ready.